Hi, this is the Glencairn Podglass, celebrating 20 years of the Glencairn Glass, the world's favourite whisky glass. Hi, my name is Gordon Brown and today on the Glencairn 2020 Podglass, I'm talking to David Stewart MBE, who's the Master Blender with William Grant and Sons. Hello David. Yeah, hi Gordon. Nice to speak to you. Nice to talk to you. And how are things with yourself? They're fine, Gordon. They're fine, Gordon. They're, they're difficult times, as you know, at the moment, because I'm pretty much stuck at home. Yes, but I know. I be travelling a bit and going to the, the, the distillery, but I'm pretty much been stuck at home for the last three weeks. I know, I know. It's, it's strange times at the moment. Um, but we'll, tra- we'll, we'll, we're just going to go into, you know, we're, we're talking about the Glencairn Glass and whisky industry in general, but I believe you've got some, what, 57 years in the industry. You know, could, could you give us some background? How did you start out in the whisky industry in the first place? Yeah, well, well you're right, Gordon. I mean, I, I, I started uh, with William Grant and Sons in, in September 1962, just as a whisky stops clerk. So I joined the whisky stocks department, uh, not knowing anything about blending or what my boss did, but I soon realised that my boss, he was, he was the master blender back in the 50s, 60s, into the 70s, and a guy called Hamish Robertson. So for the first couple of years, I did, really just did clerical work, marking up the, the big stock right, uh, ledgers, passing invoices, just doing clerical work, and then two years after two years, Amish decided to bring me into the sample room and that's when I really felt I was kind of starting to learn a little bit about blending and about whiskies and so, so I, I did that on a daily basis with Hamish obviously back then the, the number of samples coming into the sample room nothing like what we get today they were very much more limited I started to kind of select whiskies to go into the Grant's blended whiskies and also kind of recipe for just Glenfiddich was launched in 1963. So I was starting to pick the casks, the sherry casks, bourbon casks that were going to Glenfiddich eight years old as it was back then. And I just, then I, got, then I got training at the distilleries. I was sent to the distilleries, Glenfiddich and Balveni and down to Govan. And, and I just gradually learned more and more. And I was very lucky that when it came to 1974, Hamish decided to leave the company. And he, he, he moved to William Lawson, a distiller who were out in Coke Bridge at that, at that time. And uh, I just had to keep the things going at that stage. And I think the family were looking around the industry to maybe bring in another master blender. But lucky for me, they didn't find anyone. And so after six months, they came to me and, and said, well, I'm going to give you the job, David. And I think, you know, great disasters have happened over the last six months. Things have gone on. <laughs> Pretty much as usual. So, so at the end of 1974, I was made the master blender for grants, and I did that for the, the next 35 years, right through to the end of 2010, uh, 2009. So I looked after Glenfiddich, looked after any single malts, and I looked after all the grants blended whiskies. And then 2001, I brought Brian Kinsman in, who's the current master blender. And he, and then I passed the, the master blender role over to Brian at the beginning of 2010. And at that stage, I could have left the company, but they said, could I, would I like to carry on my of any malt master role? So I've been, that's what I've been doing for the last, uh, last ten, uh, 10 years. They're looking, just looking after Balvenie, uh, uh, 
creating new expressions yeah. and they, yeah, just looking after what we've currently got. To. So, uh, so yeah, I, I do 100 days now for the company, so I'm not fully employed. I'm, I'm part, uh, part-time, semi-retired, working. So, so that's, uh, that's going to carry on, I think, for the next uh, year or two, I think. Uh, we've got a, an apprentice malt master now, and a, a young lady called Kelsey McKechnie. So she's training along with me, and she will eventually take over the of any malt master role when I decide to retire, maybe in a, a couple, two, three years' time. Right, that, that's some career. And and talking about you know Raymond Davidson, how how did you meet Raymond? Did did you know him before he came to you with the glass all those years ago? Uh, no, I don't think I'd met him personally, Gordon. But I knew about Glenkey and Crystal because you you made Crystal decanters say for for Glenfiddich single malts, and I knew of the company, but I think it was when he approached me to, to say, would you like to be involved in the creation of this new Glencairn peaceful glass for the Scotch, for Scotch whisky, and, and he invited me to, and, and Richard Patterson, John Ramsey, and uh, there was a gentleman think, from Hiram Walker, whose name escapes me at the moment, and they uh, we ended up meeting at the, the Airdrie Football Club because <laughs> uh, Raymond was a, then, not now I don't think, but he was a great Airdrie supporter. So we, we ended up uh, uh, at Airdrie and uh, and I think we had a, a good look at what uh, Raymond was looking to do and we, we put in our, uh, our bits and pieces here and there to, to see what we thought the glass should look like. And, and we, we, we were. Oh, sorry, on you go. Yeah. Okay, no, no, we were obviously looking to kind of do something along the lines of. of the, you probably know the glasses that we use in our sample room, which are, are similar to that, but we've got a, a long stem on them. These tulip shaped nosing glasses. We wanted to produce a glass where you could nose and taste the taste of whiskey. And the. Uh, but obviously, with a solid base, when you're, when you're doing tastings or you're in bars or clubs or restaurants and you're using this glass it needs, to, it needs to have a kind of solid base to, but, but at the same time it's got that tulip shape that, uh, and, a, and small opening at the top that for, for real whiskey lovers who will, were using that glass uh, they've got a chance to nose it nose it straight nose it with a little bit of water in it get, get the aromas on before you actually taste it so that's what we were looking to do I think that's what we ended up with and I, I mean, there's now been, well, way north of 25 million glasses coming on for 30. They're doing about 3 million plus a year. Why do you think it's been so successful? Right, okay. Well, I mean, I think I've a lot, a lot, of, a lot of these millions of glasses that are sold to the Scotch whisky industry. You know, we've, we've got bespoke ones for Balvenia and for Glenfiddich, and I'm sure that's the same with most of the industry. But it's just, I think, Scotch whisky deserved its own glass. I mean, sherry has got its own glass, champagne. So why not Scotch whisky? And I think, it's, it's as I said earlier, it's an ideal glass for, for nosing the whisky and also for drinking the whisky as well. So I think that's partly why. And, and there's so many whisky lovers out in the world and, and they, they, they know about Glencairn Crystal and they know about these whisky glasses and I think they... they most people who really enjoy whiskey really want to drink it out of that glass rather than out of a, a goblet which doesn't give you the same 
same sensation as, as drinking it uh, out of the, out of these purpose-shaped uh, nosing and tasting glasses that you've developed. And, and I've heard I've heard people say before the other thing about the Glencairn glasses because of the shape it's kind of unique and different that it, when it's served at a bar it actually starts a discussion between people you know people see the glass and ask people why are you drinking from that do, do you think that that that's a big win for the glass? I, I, I agree. I think I think so. I think that and that's right. And there may be. No, I can't be that many people who haven't heard of you or you of the, of the whiskey and Scotch whiskey glass made by Glen Cairn Crystal. But there might, might be occasions where people might see, oh gosh, that's an unusual glass, you know, and you then have to explain that, well, this is developed by Glen Cairn Crystal for drinking Scotch whiskey. So, and it does it does open up conversations, and and uh, and we. For me, we use it at all our tastings. I do a lot of tastings around the world, and it's always that round here glass. Same with, same with the distillery. When I do tastings at the distillery for visitors who come there, it's the Glen Cairn Crystal Glass that we always use. And we've got so many with above any logo on it, and so many with Brian and with the Glen And as I say, I'm sure that's the same in most whiskey companies. I've got them, you know. They've got a, you know, a Macallan glass and a Glenlivet glass and a Glenmorangie glass. And, and when Raymond sorry, turns up... Uh, oh, sorry, on you go, David. Sorry. No, 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 no sorry. Carry on. I was going to say, when Raymond turned up with that idea all those years ago, I mean, it's some 40 years ago now, w- what was your feeling? Was it, who is this and why are they turning up with this? What, what, do you have any memories from back then when he first approached you? It's 20 years ago now, so not, I don't have too many <laughs> memories of just even what happened at the, at the football club. But, but I think I would obviously have thought this is a great idea, and you know why shouldn't Scotch whisky have its own uh, have its own glass for, for drinking out of and, and nosing from? So you know, I would obviously have thought at the time this uh, this is a great uh, initiative, and I was obviously delighted when Raymond approached me to be part of it. And, uh, and along with Richard, who I know very well, and I know John too very well, so it was very appreciative of him selecting me to be part of the, the group of people who who helped to design that glass. Then our company make a bit of that too, and we've got to, my name is kind of on the, the packaging of the glass that we use to say that David Stewart was involved in the creation of this. Glen glass, and, and I think what you've said—I mean, that, that's a brilliant thing—and and it's great, great from Glen Cairn's point of view to have somebody like you involved in it. But what's interesting is, uh, uh, you know, I, I've I've talked to Richard and John. I'm talking to yourself. Is that there seems to be a period back then when when this was occurring when. Before that, master blenders didn't really talk to each other, but there seems to be a bit of a sea change. Is is that is that correct in saying in terms of suddenly or not suddenly, but over time, discussions starting between the master blenders? Well, I think that I think that I think that's right. I mean, we do. We, we obviously we know each other. We meet up. You know, you'll know about the ISC judging and the IWC judging. We meet up twice a year for for a week each each time, and I think we, we probably do. We probably did. Talk about uh, why is Scotch whisky not got its own glass as sherry and, and, and 
champagne and others have got their own glasses. And so, so yeah, so when Raymond did uh, approach, you know, it, it was certainly well received and uh, and obviously it's been so successful for, for your company, which is, and, you know, and, yeah, great, a great, it was a great initiative at the time. It's good. And have you any stories you can share about Raymond over the years that may, might or might not be connected <laughs> to the glass? Right, I, 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 I did see that question. I'm not sure about that one. I mean, we, we obviously meet up quite a lot. We've, we've been at the various awards dinners, we've been at ISC dinners together. And I think the ISC used to do visits uh, each day. Blender would uh, host a visit to their own uh, distilleries, and uh, so I think we've been we've been to Glenfiddich, we've been to Fetterkern, and we've been to uh, we've been we've been to Ireland, we were in London, we were in Japan. Did, did, did you know did, did you know that Raymond was involved in some of these visits? I knew, I knew he was involved in some of them. Was he? Was he? It was all with the other master blenders, am I right? And Raymond, is that kind of how it worked out? Yeah, yes. I mean, he, he was he was invited along, I think, to, to a lot of these. Because uh, I think you, you sponsor the ISC. Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah, we do. We try the challenge. Yeah, so Raymond, Raymond, I think Raymond was invited along to, to some of these uh, these visits. So so. Uh, I think Raymond was there, but there was there was a, a, in Japan we had a, a kind of a odd uh, thing that we had we did we had we out for dinner and then we, we were taken on to these uh, hot baths uh, uh, after dinner after we had a few drinks as well and, and uh, which were outside and we were had to kind of. Uh, Take our clothes off and put on dressing gowns, and then end up in the in the in these hot baths. With all the blenders. I'm sure Raymond was there as well. <laughs> maybe maybe you should ask him about that. But that, that was certainly quite a a memorable event and something that was wasn't quite expected of us. <laughs> a bit eye, a bit of an eye opener was it? But not a bit of an eye opener. <laughs> Okay, David, I've taken up I've taken up enough of your time. Just is there any any last words you would like to say for Raymond or the team at Glen Cairn just before we finish? Okay, well, no, I mean it's, it's obviously it's been a great great initiative from Glen Cairn Crystal to thought about developing a glass for the Scotch whisky industry. It's been so successful as you mentioned. Twenty five million glasses have been sold now worldwide. Uh, so it's and it's, it's so it's been a great uh, initiative for the Scotch whisky industry and for those who really enjoy drinking Scotch whisky and to, to have their own glass and, and for me personally I was just delighted to be part of a group of blenders that were involved in, in, in helping Glen Cairn uh, create this glass for the Scotch whisky industry. That's brilliant, David. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks for taking time to do this. That, that's been excellent. You've been listening to the Glencairn Pod Glass, celebrating 20 years of the Glencairn Glass, the world's favourite whisky glass. 